Hello, you are listening to the all-new Anti-Fanboy Podcast, the week of March 27th, 2022. I'm Jonathan Suarez. I'm Steve O'Tieri. And this year is Chris Galanti, of course. We are a Devin short tonight because he has Oscar fever. You are Devin this. We're a day late and a Devin short. Oh, I like that. I like that one. That's the title and of this podcast. He's working on The Witcher 4 right now with <laughs> CD Projekt Red as a consultant. So he's, I mean, that was supposed to be top secret, but what we, we called him. We should just tell everybody, the D in CD Projekt Red is Devin. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. It's, it's canceled, Devin. Canceled, <laughs> canceled Devin, Devin Project canceled Red. Devin. Project Red. That's the project. <laughs> the canceled Devin. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, we are Devonless, uh, but we will continue Devin. to tell all the hottest stories and mm. talk about all of the greatest opinions in all medium. Yeah. I mean, we got that cornered. Joe Rogan's n- is on Spotify, so we're, we're number one now for that. We are mm. number one. Get rid of that guy. Mm-mm. Get rid of that guy. Mm-mm-mm. But... Uh yeah, we were just talking about the the, the announcement about the Witcher Four, which is set to come out. Who knows? <laughs> now I'm a Witcher guy. I'm a big Witcher guy. You know me. I'm Mister Witcher. They call me. Oh, uh, you know, you're always talking about it. You're always talking about Jerry from from Rivia. What the hell is he from? Riviera. Riviera, the casino. That's right. Yes. So he's from a boat of a riverboat casino, Jerry. And, you know, he kills monsters for a living. He's a bit of a monster killer. Yeah, and a lady killer, too. Oh, <laughs> who's he gonna bang? Yennefer or Gibble? <laughs> um, so I got good money that they're gonna replace the Jerry that we know with uh, Cavill. Cavill's face. And Devin oh. seems to disagree with me. But No, I thought they said it's not gonna be... Yeah, Geralt. so it's a, so if you notice, it's not uh, a wolf that's on the little. It's not Geraldo. It's oh, a I new saga, so it's a lynx. So uh, this is the character Devin will be voicing. A new uh, His name is Strong Jerk, and he's a very strong <laughs> jerk. <laughs> you know what's the thing? Okay, so here. Okay, uh, as the biggest Witcher fan on this podcast, of course. Um, it's a little stupid, right? Like the guy who takes care of all the monsters, they're always mean to. Like that's a little stupid, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it, I would say so. It has to. You have to make Jerry, you know, a little dark, a little bit of a loner. That's what gives him his lore. You know? All right. Well, hold on. Let me go. Let me keep going to tell you about stupid things and this thing that I love. So I'm allowed to critique because I love it. <laughs> Why's he got two swords? Whoa, one's for man and one's for monsters. Just use the one. The one that works on monsters also works yeah, on man, dude. Also, yeah, it should also work on men, right? Yeah. Because that's the whole thing. Men are monsters. It's silver. <coughs> and, and it would kill a man just as easy. Right. Right. I, I, think exactly. we, I think we know that that's incredibly stupid. And I think CD Projekt Red does too. Yes. And hopefully it'll be three swords. Oh, they so one for it. man, one for mm. monsters, one for meat for cutting lunch meat. Oh, yo, he has a big butcher's knife. Yeah, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? I'm into it. 
I like it. I thought you were going to say machines. <laughs> oh, so cool. we have like a laser sword, but that would be like Witcher in the future. See, now that sounds more fun to me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that sounds like a blast. That sounds like a lot of fun. Witcher back in old timey days. Done it. Seen it. Seen that, man. Boring. I want to see Witcher carrying two Tommy guns and lighting somebody up, you know? Also, like, why is he got to do? As the biggest fan of this series, I'm allowed to critique it because I love it. But also, like, why does he got to deal with so many people's problems? Seems like he voluntarily heroes do. involved. Steve. Uh, yeah, but let's, okay, let's be real, okay? In real life, do you seek out people to solve their problems, like, for free? Or, like, just in general? Other than, like, I don't know, friends and family? Like, am I, are you going like, well, here I am at the docks. Let me run around, talk to everybody and find out all of their problems so I can solve it. Yeah. But yeah. you're like, if you do that, you might get rewarded with like a trident or something. So that's no. why you do it. Right. You know how I got re- re- rewarded? <laughs> I got rewarded. <laughs> I got rewarded by getting stabbed with a trident. Okay. All right. So. I think that that that's silly, and I'm sure it didn't happen in the books, right? No, no, that's I didn't only get a stabbed. video. I didn't get stabbed with a trident <laughs> in the books. Just the I, video game. I'm why why haven't like nobody here has read these books, right? Uh, I think not even Devin. Right? Devin, I think Devin tried. Devin and he said it was. I think it's he too said Polish it was for him. <laughs> it's too Polish. It's too Jesus Polish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Devin. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just curious to know, like, what are the beats in the books and if they correlate at all with the I mean, actual I, video game? They're probably closer to the, the show. Okay. I see. So. Let me see. I, it's just curious because, like, I see the game and there's a lot going on in the game and I can't imagine that all being, or it could be, I don't know. It could be a long series. I don't know how long it is either, but it just seems like there's a lot. It is game. probably a lot. I imagine it feels like a lot. Hmm. So number four, a new saga begins. I'll tell you what. what, Hey, you think I'm going to buy into that CD Projekt Red? Sorry, fellas. You really screwed up the last huge game you had your hands on. Like, is there any trust left? No. I mean, for like outsiders, it's outside Thirsty Witcher. Yeah. yeah. What about the diehards? The diehards? Yeah. But like, you know, those are the people who are playing the, 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 the card game. What the hell's the card game called? Gwent. Gwent. Yeah, it's no Hearthstone. I remember Devin was like, oh, you like cards, John. You would love Gwent. And then as soon as he said that, I was like, you know, I'm, I don't love Gwent. And I'm not going to give it a shot. You should have said, I don't like cards anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like you throw all your magic cards. <laughs> now that you brought that up, I don't like cards anymore. Yeah, no, actually, I changed my mind. I hate I hate cards and card games. <laughs> I hate cards and card games. I played I a- Metal Gear Acid. I play. I played it a little, and I don't know. It was. It's. It's a game within a game. It's all, those games never really interest me anyway. I thought it was going to take off and be more popular than it than it was when they made the, you know, the real game, the real Gwent game. Yeah. I thought it was going to be better, or like, or not better, but more popular than it ended up being. I don't know, guys. I oh, uh, killer. Back to the point. I, I don't. I agree with Steve. I can't trust this company, and I gotta wait. I can't pre-order this thing when it comes out. I don't know what the hell it's gonna be like. Right? Yeah. Probably gonna be 
three polygons smashed together <laughs> doing T poses. And I've seen like some videos of Witcher three at its worst at its worst. And uh, I, I can only imagine, you know, now with this company that has shit the bed so magnificently, what it's going to do next to a, a very popular game series. That's the scary part, right? I think, yeah, I think we're at the point where CD project red isn't the CD project red that people from 2015 remember it being right i think yeah the, i think the the just the company is now just like you know they're just in it to make money so i'm surprised it's still a company if i'm honest you know after that big debacle well that's the thing they also have a, a digital uh, pc gaming storefront that makes them a lot of money oh i see so okay. like they're kind of like in like the same way steam is right now well not like not to that degree, I imagine, because like yeah. Steam is like the go to for PC gaming. But you like could their play whole thing Half Life like... Two, <laughs> it wasn't a piece of shit. That's yes, turned into that. <laughs> I remember. I remember when I first got Half Life Two. It came with Steam. Like that was the first time yeah. Steam came out, and I remember b- being like, "What the fuck is this nonsense? I have to open up an app to open up my game." It was weird, right? It was clunky. That's it was very it was. clunky, and like. At that point, like we didn't have launchers like that. Like it, it just wasn't a thing. It was just you would just install the game onto your computer. And then here's like some weird third party feeling app. And it just felt I don't know, it felt unnatural at the time. And now look at me, Mr. Mr. Oh, billion games on Steam. I don't want to play any of them but three. <laughs> so. Do you think in speaking of Steam, do you think it's unfair when people I mean this is a good this could be a good segue to recent events but mm-hmm. a lot of um i guess media outlets if you will like to use steam numbers as a metric for how popular a game is and how popular or how how the popularity declines do you think that's fair especially if it's a console game um i think it's a i think it's a decent like i'm not gonna say it's like the 100 the end all be all right i think yeah. it's decent to see like how a trend is for a game yeah uh-huh. like i th- i think you can like factor that in where if it's like a, if a game's got like no pull on steam like then does that mean it's like, yeah because steam is steam is steam is like is that considered the most popular platform for a game no no i imagine for PC like players, yes, but like okay. no, but I just mean in, in my general, head it would like, be like Xbox, PlayStation. I think like those are like and they'll never they'll never share those numbers. Probably, see, I, I right think now, that could be I, Xbox. I think those numbers can be misconstrued. I think yeah, that's what yeah because it really depends on the game. Like um, a multiplayer game is going to have numbers that are more consistent than a game that's single player. That's just because that's the, like sense, a lot. Right? Like yeah. they they use it to show how a game like battlefield or a game like halo is dying they'll use okay. steam steam numbers well that i kind of get because it is a multiplayer game right that makes sense to me but i also feel like i mean yeah and if it's like a free-to-play game like halo right then you kind of like it's almost like steam numbers are kind of boosted at that point if you think about it right because yeah, a lot yeah. of those players a lot of those players that are even playing probably didn't even buy the game yeah there, so, there's always correlating and and outside factors that i think aren't represented by those numbers you know yeah but i do think that a multiplayer game can gain some metric out of those numbers 
Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Especially a cross-platform multiplayer game. One hundred percent. Because you'll see, you'll see the Steam. You'll see. Did did a game? Did Halo come out on Epic Game Store too, or no? E- no. It was just Steam. Steam or the Xbox app or whatever. It was Steam, was. Xbox, and you know. I kind of whatever forgot. The Xbox is. I forgot about Epic. <laughs> Even though that was a thing, still. <laughs> yeah, are they still battling it out with Apple and Google? I think so. And they're going to court stuff. with them, right? They did. I don't. I I, th- I forgot who won. Somebody already won. I think. This is why we need Devin in here. He's, <laughs> he's a stat he's a rat. He's a nerd. Yeah, he's a stat rat that cares about things like Rotten Tomato scores and <laughs> Metacritics. But um, but yeah, hmm. yeah, because like I, I wanted to talk about that because um, a, a bunch of different things came out because the Game Developers Conference was this week, mm-hmm. and um. In light of, well, before I, I want to get get into that, um, I wanted to talk about how Halo is like on its last breaths right now. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, we did talk about this before, but um, a lot of it was like you know, kind of official at this point, right? <laughs> well, that and like, and then the show came out, right? Oh, yeah. And they oh, kind of fucking God, blew it. Dude. Yeah, I wanted to segue into talking about what, what we heard about the show. I didn't, my cousins wanted to put it on for me today, but I refused. I was like, I'll leave the room. You're like, I'm trying to watch eat. it. I'm yeah, trying, I'm trying to, eat. to eat. Yeah, I'm trying to eat right now. You guys, <laughs> you guys are fucking ruining my meal. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I, like, it's been nothing but bad press about that show. That's well, I, mean, I feel like it's well deserved, though, because of what I'm hearing. Like, the fact that they fucking unmasked Chief in the first episode kind of tells you everything. Uh, maybe they read some cliff notes on the lore of Halo and then just went with that. They didn't play any of the games. Uh, they don't care. I don't. I, 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 somebody said that they. It was reported that they didn't look at anything. So the the showrunner said that. So he said he didn't play the games, or we didn't look at the game. That's his quote. See, oh, man, that's so now. Bad. If you're a showrunner of a multi-million-dollar TV series for a multi-billion-dollar media, one company, of the most popular game franchises of all time. Why like that, would you say that? Was, a lot is riding on this? Just lie. Just say I. Just I, say I you did. It. Yeah, exactly. Just I say you it. did. Right. Just say you fucking played it. It's, like, is that a flex? Was that a flex? You think? I guess maybe it's honesty. I don't know, dude. It's the bad type of honesty. But like, it's like, <laughs> like we went through twenty years of Master Chief and never seeing his face and being okay with that. To oh, we finally get a serious TV show. Let's take his fucking helmet off. Work it off. Episode, episode one. Yeah. Like, okay. Are you me? Can we all give Carl Urban? A fucking standing Ugh. ovation Ugh. for being like that's like Dread is like the only movie where they never took the dude's helmet off, where it's like he's supposed to never take his helmet off. Yeah, they did it in fucking Mandalorian, uh, Boba Fett. They did like they, I don't know. They do the all head this stuff never where fell they're not out in Attack to. of the Clones. The head never fell out of the the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> Attack of the Clones still. <laughs> I guess I like the Mandalorian. I guess uh, for me, I mean, that's like, fine, right? It's, I mean, never, it's, it's fine. But like, that was a, that was a new thing. It's not like we had twenty years of the Mandalorian and and he never took off. I know, mask. but I, I guess I'm more mad at the prequels for being like, hey, let's yeah, just and they did say going around. That, that was a that is part of the lore, right? Yeah, of, 
uh, like they true. never they never unmask I guess un- helmet themselves. It's I like guess. it's like unruining the mis- it's ruining the mystique. Unruining. What is wrong with yeah? You? <laughs> but you know, what? at least they did it at the end of the fucking second season. They didn't yeah, they the didn't first, do it they episode blow, one. They didn't blow their load in the first episode. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I think whatever they were trying to do let's say with building whatever character it was that is master chief i think it's to do that so soon doesn't really make it's, sense it's not fair it's not fair to the character chris it's not it's not because the whole like the whole thing is you don't see his face but you but and it doesn't matter like that's the whole thing right. it's kind of like the zelda thing steve where link never talks but that defeats the whole purpose it doesn't matter what he would say you yeah. know because yeah. that's just you it's supposed to be how it's, you are. Yeah, it's just like the the old school video game, just like you placeholder. It's like cheat like I don't know, man. The thing like, I look at too in like the lore so and the story, the little I know about Halo is that it's it's somewhat militaristic and it, what I get from Master Chief is being like the unknown soldier. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. an unknown soldier. He's the faceless hero that just goes in the bow because that's all he knows and that's what he does and he's a hero. Right. Right. You're not you, you're not supposed to you're not I mean you're supposed to empathize with him because of his character not because of what he looks like, you know. See, I think it's a failure it's a failure of what they think video games are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like to me you're right. That's the whole point of Master Chief outside the lore. It was supposed to be a, a space holder for the main character, you playing as Master Chief. Right. But still, the fact that that is so deep entrenched in the lore, it should be respected. They should respect it. They should respect it, man. I, yeah. It's just, I know. It's actually sad if you think about it because it's an understanding. I mean, it's understanding of video games. And then on top of that, for him to say that he, that he didn't look at the games, it's like <laughs> uh, that's that makes it makes perfect sense now, right? Well, so like, who, who the fuck is that actor? Like, is that like an actor that I'm? That's Leif Shriver's brother, I think. Oh, Greg Shriver. I guess, yeah, but like he, the way he sounded was fine. Like, here's the thing, okay? That's no one. That is legitimately no one. Right, right. If it's Pedro Pascal, I'm a if little more understanding. Himself, and, it's, and it's Mahershala Ali, then yeah. now we're talking. Like, we're okay. okay, yeah, maybe he can take his mask off. <laughs> but could you imagine if it's like, I don't know, Greg. Cooper from guys. Could you from, imagine if if yo, Ali. it's Marshall Ali? And there's but a big the, fucking a, Biggie poster behind him. But the but the Lee Shriver's brother does the voiceover acting. Oh, with no. <laughs> oh God! I, I didn't hear his voice. Is that a win? It sounds. Is that a win? No, I mean, he, sounds, he sounds like Master Chief, which is no, fine. Like, okay. but the whole thing is like, dude, come on, man. It's not like that takes all the focus out of what's important about about what makes Halo good when you unmask Chief and show his fucking face. Like, I don't even have to watch it. And then my cousin today was like, oh yeah, I watched it. He was like, the action scenes were cool, I guess. And he's like, he's like a Halo diehard. So like, I, I respect his opinion. He's and trying. then he's like, he's like, but you, you would have been triggered. And I was like, why? And he's like, cause a Spartan kills an elite with a plasma pistol. And I'm like, wow. Plasma pistol. You're not really, you don't really kill anybody with that thing. <laughs> In the game. If you know anything about the game, that gun's not killing anybody, right? Especially not an elite that has an overshield. Like, it's just, you know, it just doesn't happen. Steve, you know. You, you've you played the games. I'm a knower. I'm a knower, John, and I know. Steve, would you would you run in there and play? Would you run into battle with a plasma pistol if you knew you had to kill an elite? 
Uh, only if I had a backup gun that was only if better, yeah, you could that switch, I could switch to, it, yeah. to. Yeah. All right. Here's the thing. Is, uh, well, here's the thing. I, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. But like, <laughs> I think it would be really cool to see like in like in like real cinema, like a needler, like kind of tearing someone up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Visually, that's that's, that's neat. But like, that's I don't fair. know. Like, what if we had a well, needler? A needler does get gun? a needler does get. It does it does rack up kills though. Like that does, that is a killing gun. Plastic pistol is not a killing gun. No, it's. A, I'm gonna try and take your shield down. It's. A, I I, I used gun. to be able to disable be vehicles with it. Yeah. Or <laughs> you know, it's not like let's let's make a badass scene and and he kills somebody with a plasma pistol. That's that's another testament to oh I looked at some of the pictures from the game, but I don't in, know in anything turn, about it. Showed me pictures. <laughs> While I, I was on my break, I don't understand how this executive producer got past in an interview, let alone. Yeah, it's, dude, it's who you know, right? That's what hey, it is. Hey, I can make this movie real quick because we started shooting in November when the game was popular. <laughs> oh, yeah. There I you can go. turn this shit out real fast. They spent what? <laughs> 10, 10, million, 10 million per episode they spent? Wow. That's maybe something like that. That's a lot. Ridiculous. Maybe it was, it was a lot because they had to rush everything. So they're like, you think you can make this in two months? <laughs> yes. Yes, we can. So is just it, get is me it, leave Shriver's brother. You're saying the show is, is an express order. Um, I mean, I don't know that. I think kill I'm just, site. I think I'm just doing that because it looks so removed from the source material. I mean, we all watched the trailer. We thought it looked cool. Yeah, you know? but like that's yeah. the thing—you can make anything look cool in a trailer. You're right. Well, you're right. I'm, you, can make, you can make you can make the Iron, not Iron Man, uh, the fucking what is it, Man of Steel, look good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to. I, I I haven't watched the show, and I have no interest in it, so it's hard for me to be on its side at all. Like, I, I it just seems like it's made every bad choice. And I don't know how I got past pre-production. I just don't get it. If it's just a, an express order TV show, I, why they spend so much money on it? That's the thing that boggles my mind. Um, and it's also somewhat of an unknown, too. I mean, I know video game shows are popular now, but the series as a whole, this was attempted before. You know, they tried right. to make a Halo movie and it just right. fell apart completely. I have to think that that's a budgetary thing. It was a budgetary problem. And then, to, to, as a quick little segue, uh, I would like to see your comments on. I'll, I'll paste it because I don't know if you guys saw it, but they in the at the game developers conference, Bungie released some metrics and showed some pretty harsh realities of what a live service game takes to survive. And one of them was showing. Uh, the active users across the first, I guess, what is that? The first six months of a game of Destiny 1 versus Destiny 2. Ooh, and the steep decline of Destiny 2 at six months. Like, they should, they, the game should have died. And Steve, you were, you were, you and Devin were still kind of playing around that time a little bit. Cause this yeah. was, this was like a little bit after, this was a couple months after they got fucking caught throttling players XP for, for, for loot in the game. Man. So basically, Chris, I don't know, you weren't around for this. I forgot but about that. What happened was they got caught. Um, you know how when you're, when you're using too much data, 
on your internet <laughs> yeah. service provider or on your cell phone. And what they do is they slow you down because oh, they the, don't want you using wait, too much there was data. There's an XP cap? Mm-hmm. Not an XP cap, Chris. Not cap, yeah. You, you don't understand. Like, people in this game are crazy and they will go through, they will rip, shred through content like yeah. like no other. And I'm guilty of that too. Like yeah, you could go through almost everything in a in a week if 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 it's not if it's not done the proper way. But what they ended up doing was since people were shredding through Destiny two at the beginning, they started once you got to certain parts of of um a certain amount of XP, they started uh they started scaling back how much you would earn uh by how much time you spent oh, earning boy. XP to slow down how much stuff you can unlock in the game pretty cheap that's pretty shitty right <laughs> and like, and that's the whole thing is like the balance of like trying to find a balance in a non-sneaky way uh like this like because that's the thing like you when you have a when you have a um a player base that will shred through stuff they're gonna notice. people are gonna notice like people aren't stupid a lot of really intelligent people love to play video games what? and they'll they'll notice you know they'll notice the uh the, the number drops in and things like like these are people that that um that nerd out on damage numbers and yeah, damage they're buffs they're right yeah like i was just like i spent a whole week this week uh just min maxing my 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 uh armor sets in the game like i i didn't even play the game this week well i, I mean i did uh, thanks to Amir, he he helped me get through the the new raid, which was really cool. There's a sexy boss that kicks you in the face if you get too close. It's really neat. But um, but the thing is, is like, like other than that, once you get to a certain point in the game, and I'm sure you guys kind of have so- something similar like this with with, well, with Elden Ring, you get to a certain point in the game where you're kind of plateau. And in order yes. to to inch an inch higher and higher and become a little bit more efficient, you need to max. You need to optimize your uh your your loadouts. That's right? exactly where I'm at right now, actually. Right, <laughs> and it's cool. That's cool, right? To do that. Right. But yeah, you you do something like you have a bunch of people that are obsessed with that type of gaming, playing your game, and you're throttling XP. <laughs> like that's they're gonna notice, and that that's probably why you see that huge huge dip, John. If people throttled runes in Elden Ring, there would be yeah, mass you would know. they would riots. know. There would be mass riots. Dude, the, the headquarters would be on fire. Probably right now. They would <laughs> storm the capital. Enough. <laughs> they, would, they would literally storm the capital. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like it. It's this kind of puts things in perspective because, like, I remember um, voicing my concerns, especially with you guys, because I'm I'm like the Halo guy here. I was expressing my concerns over halo infinite because if this was supposed to be a live service game that takes a lot you know mm-hmm. it takes they so much commit, a lot of <clears throat> yeah like and it's, it's crazy because uh, like destiny and you've seen it you've seen it too steve like you see games like anthem outriders um uh the division like a lot of these games come up uh what's that other one that people love that people kind of love the third person, Destiny Killer. Oh, you know God. what I'm talking about, right? Anthem. Not Anthem. <laughs> Dude, my my brain has forgotten more more no, uh, games that, like that. That's, <laughs> that, that. That helps further my point because a lot of these games they try to like they come like the whole thing is like a game comes out like Destiny, 
and then they're like, oh, this is the Destiny Killer. And then it just fucking dies down, dies out after a month or two. Mm-hmm. Like you see it happen with the Avengers, right? Like, like that game was supposed to be a Destiny like experience, but mm-hmm. with Marvel Universe characters. But some you just can't keep up. So and that, and like and like you like you see you see something like like Destiny Two literally was a corpse, and what hap- what had to happen was Bungie turned around and was like, we're gonna triple quadruple down on on transparency now like you guys you guys fucking caught us they admitted the, they admitted it they were like we were throttling xp it was wrong we're sorry like they admitted it they didn't try to fucking hide behind it and they're like from now on we're gonna give you a weekly update tell you exactly what we're doing behind the scenes with every single thing in the in in the game like full 100% transparency. They kind of bounced back. They won the community outreach award at the game awards, like the following year after forsaken came out and the game's like kind of in a good spot now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and they figured, they kind of figured out how to do the live service thing. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not like, and, and, and you see, you see happen, happen with halo where they didn't have a roadmap after the game came out and was successful. They don't really have a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where they're like, "Oh, we got should we hit the battle royale button so we can pump some life into this dead game?" We gotta bring we gotta bring this corpse back, <laughs> right? Like that, that, like a lot of a lot of shit goes into a live service game. Like you really need to have. I think Bungie has like six or seven te- or maybe three or four teams that are dedicated in doing the next expansion or the next content sets and they have it planned out like months in advance like so they have team two doing the next uh season and but in in tandem the the season the seasons after that are being worked on at the same time and they're you know because you have to like you have to like you have to plan out how you're gonna how how you're gonna do this Mm -hmm. because you don't want to slow roll you don't want to do what halo is doing and try to slow roll content and survive like because that's how all these games died i think there's so, not enough scrutiny in the beginning of these projects you know that mean? might be it too right we uh, we kind of get like uh, i was guilty of it too is you, you kind of get blinded by the fact that they released a good product after two really bad products the last like eight years right what are we so, saying? Halo Five and the the Master Chief Collection. Halo Five and Halo Four were very oh, much 4, not good, yeah. and even Master the launch Chief of Master Chief Collection broke, broke for and like they, fucking yeah. five years. And the thing is, is like Master Chief Collection is kind of the same, where that sh- probably should have died, and you, you kind of reward three forty three and Microsoft for kind of bouncing back and 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 sticking with it. But at the same time, you know, like you got you got you got the nostalgia crutch on that. People are gonna want to play Halo Three all the time anyway, so that's kind of like, and it it shouldn't take that many resources allocated to 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 upkeep Halo Three. You just have Halo Three, which is already balanced or mm. balanced as much as it was when it was as great as it was when it came out. You just have to you need what server server maintenance, pretty much. And somebody somebody to to click check boxes on. On uh, what when Fiesta comes out for Halo Three in yeah. a couple of weeks, like that's all you need. Well, you, that, know? you know that brings up an interesting, uh, you know, uh, rhetorical or not rhetorical, theoretical question, because uh, you brought up transparency. If like Halo Infinite came out and the developers was at three four three, they came out and they said, 
This is not going to be a game as a service. This is just going to be a multiplayer and single player game, and we're done with it. Here, do what you want with it. Yeah, I mean, that that would have had a better reaction. Yeah, because, I mean, that's kind of what, like, that's what all the other Halos were. And I think they tried to just gain hype points by being like, oh, this could be a live service game. We're changing everything. It's going to be, you know. Because those other games were incredibly popular and had very active multiplayer communities and weren't games. As yeah, and, and you know what? The the pro scene and the esports scene is still kind of... It's still there. Like, But the thing is, is like you, you announced this game, which is supposed to be like the most expensive game ever made. We, yeah, we well, that, I think time. that killed them. <laughs> that yeah, ruined exactly. them. You, yeah. That expectation is just... It's so bad. I mean, and... And correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but that was kind of what killed Destiny One a little bit at, at launch too, because you, you fucking the the whole marketing was this is the most expensive game ever made. <laughs> this is the people that made Halo. They're making a fucking WoW shooter, the a, a MMO shooter, and uh, we got Paul McCartney singing the theme song. <laughs> yeah, this is what all the money's going to. Like this is huge, but we're not under Activision, like, or we're not under Xbox anymore. Like I get having thing. to be a salesman and trying to put your best foot forward, but like it's there's something like, about expectation. Yeah, but but Chris, like the whole thing is though, is like you kind of don't have to with Halo. Yeah, that's very you true. know, you kind of have to if it's a new IP, right? And that goes to show like Elden Ring, they weren't fucking like the the, the marketing team wasn't fucking John Ham or John Hamming it or uh, true. what's his fucking name. Don, they weren't. They weren't. They didn't have Don Draper pitches for Elden Ring. <laughs> like they had all. The, they realized that all the only marketing they needed was oh, it's a From Software game, and we worked with George R. R. Martin, and it's not Dark Souls. It's something new. And they did something smart that you know CD Projekt Red stumbled upon, where they just stuck with what they were good at, right? Enhanced it to the perfection, and made a great game. Like that's what you. I mean, should that's. Do. I'm not, you know, correct me again if I'm wrong, Steve, but that's kind of the Nintendo way, what From yeah, Software did. You're right. They're you're like, you know what? We're right. really good at making Mario games. So we're going to make the perfect Mario game. If it ain't broke, don't fix Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't, don't you don't have to try to be cute with it. You don't have to try too hard. You don't have to try to make Halo, which is the same fucking formula has, as it always has been. You don't have to try to be cute with it and be like, oh, it's going to be a live service game. Because what does that even mean? Exactly. Yeah. Because like, are we gonna? Is it really gonna be like a Destiny like or a Division like game? Because that none of that stuff's in the in this game at all. We have no. a single player and we have a multiplayer. And the thing that sucks is single player doesn't even have campaign co op yet, and it got delayed. Wow. So I mean, <laughs> what expensive game ever ridiculous. made? That is ridiculous. Like it sucks because that would have bought them some more time too. Yeah. Because people would have loved to, like it's it's a different world now, Steve. Where they need to play the break, and the break is you have to you have to like assume you have to make assumptions, and you have to um Commit. like prepare. No, you have to like prepare and make a a game that has streamer quality content in it. Yeah, and like and. I feel like, you know, Halo that's, that's what we live in had now. that like immediately. But the thing is, is you got to keep your game fresh somehow. Right. And I'm sure four different streamers would have loved to play campaign co-op on Mega Legendary or whatever, whatever they were going to call it. Yeah. And that would have been really fun for a while. Mm-hmm. 
I guess, though, there's a balance with that. Like, instead of you could do that or you could just make a solid package, have the co-op already in the game. Right, yeah. And not have to worry about games as a service. I mean, you're right. The freshness of your game, it's going gonna, it's gonna to deplete after a while. But at least you made a solid game and a great package and a great multiplayer. Yeah, because remember, remember how happy I was with, with just how, <laughs> how fun the multiplayer experience was? Yeah. And then the thing is, they people started seeing a bunch of issues and they weren't fixing them. And again, as a live service game, like that has to be number one priority is hot fixes. You see it in Destiny all the time. I complain about it every fucking week because there's a hot fix all the time because something's broken in the game and this could ruin ex- the experience for a lot of people. So they gotta they gotta put a patch in, right? Because you mm-hmm. know what? Bungie's one in one with the community. So um, if something, if the community sees something weird, then get, it gets flagged and a hotfix goes in and I complain about it because when a fucking 30 megabyte patch comes in for Destiny 2, <laughs> my fucking PS5 has to copy 100 gigabytes That's worth. ridiculous. I know. I yeah. can't believe Steve, why did they fix this yet? But anyway. Why, yeah, but. Why can I get patches and, and quick updates to Elden Ring and not have to download the whole fucking game? Yeah, did, did you guys have any patches? Yeah, I guess you did have patches. You did, they a were bunch, like stuff. three, three or four. How long did it take to, to update the game? Like, like minutes, 30, 40 minutes, minutes 20 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes. When it should have been 20 seconds, to be honest, because <laughs> megabytes, you know, megabytes is nothing now. But yeah, like, uh, like that's another failure on, on 343's part. You want to, you want to play this destiny game? You want to try to kill destiny? You got to act like them. And that's what, that's the, that was the problem with Anthem. Remember all the shit we heard where they were like, oh, we don't even want to hear the word destiny in their, in their development meetings or whatever because they you know they wanted to make something different but still kill still kill the king like come on (laughs) like a little silly yeah it's very silly uh, and like my my whole thing is like it it's kind of shitty because like like destiny was on the verge of dying and the stakes were way higher for them because that's the only game that they have right now that's out so if the destiny dies then thousands of people will be out of the job, out of a job the next day, right? That's their game. That's their lifeblood. And yeah, and a lot of fans would would you know would be upset. But th- the thing is, with Halo, the stakes aren't that high because if Halo dies, they'll just throw six hundred million dollars at the next one, throw forty percent of the of the cost in the marketing, and get get people like me excited again, and just <laughs> fail again. Pull the rug and out it's from the same under cycle. you. Yeah, it's the same cycle every time. You're like right? Charlie Brown. They're putting the football down in front of you, and you keep going for it, and keep pulling yeah. it away. So I don't well, know, man. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen at this point. You know, I don't know, man. Like, <clears throat> John, you can always play Elden Ring, <laughs> or <true>. John, <laughs> you could do what I did this week and play Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> Don't tempt me. All right. So here's the thing, Chris. We talked about it last week, how they uh, Fortnite Epic removed building from Fortnite. Yeah. For it's like it's gone for like nine days. My cousin freaking out. My cousin's son was freaking out. My cousin was just like, I don't care. So like that, that was always that was always the thing that like I was like, nah, this isn't a game I want to play. I don't want to play a game where I'm trying to like shoot someone and they build a giant hotel in front of me. Like, I just don't want that. So. 
I was like, all right, let me give this a shot. And like, keep in mind, it's been years since I've tried Fortnite. And I've tried Fortnite two times before this. The first time was when it first got popular. And I was like, no, thanks. I don't like this. This is dumb. There are better games like this. The second time was, I think, when Apex came out. And I wanted to see, or no, it was like right before Apex came out. I just wanted to see what, like, the the world of Battle Royales were like at that time. And, you know, still then, not for me. bounced off. I bounced off. Okay, so I jump in this time. No building. I go in. And I win my first game. (laughs) I win, uh, like, legit, like, when it comes to just, like, I was in a tank a few times, but like, okay, so here's the interesting thing. They've added like a lot of excellent movement to get rid of the, oh, you have to build stuff now. Like now you can like jump really high. You can clamber and like, you can like slide like an apex. Like the movement is very good now. Um, There's fishing. Yeah. My co- yeah. He was showing me. That's that. real <laughs> weird. You just go fishing in the middle of a battle royale. There's cars. Um, he was like firing was, himself out of a cannon. Yeah, I did that, dude. I did that. <laughs> I did that to get into a fight, and it was awesome. And I was like, "This is a lot of fun." Like, I'm sure it's not everybody's cup of tea. I will grant you that. But like, from where that game was, where I was like, "I hate this." This is only people who are really good at speed building, and it's like every fight is a ten minute ordeal now. To just like, oh, we're playing like an actual one of these kind of games now. Uh, it was a ton of fun, and. I like the thing is the most fun part about it is, is how stupid it is. It is like, Hey, what if, what if we went full stupid? (laughs) I think it, I think it, that ties into the destructible environment. Cause that for me always adds a a level of chaos. Yeah. Like the destruction is still there. It's just, you can't build. So you're just like, you can still punch through walls and stuff and it's a great time. Dude. Okay. So like, because I won that battle Royale, I caved and I bought two things. I bought like a skin. No, I didn't buy cat ears. I bought like a Grim Reaper looking skin. But keep in mind, all all every every money you spent, all money you spend on Fortnite for the for the next month, I think it was until like sometime in April, one hundred percent of the proceeds goes to goes to Ukraine. Oh wow, wow. that's cool. Yeah. So like so I was you like, bought, you bought a soccer jersey to be a sweat. No, 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 no. <laughs> I bought a Grim Reaper skin because it came with six hundred points. So I spent. 300 points to get 600 points. And you know what I spent that 600 points on? Gangnam style, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so legit. It's like me and the squad I was with, we were legit all doing Gangnam style while riding on the back of a truck. It was so I mean, stupid. That, that sounds awesome to me. Uh, John, you know what you'll love? On the Cat back ears? of the truck, this one dude was like, yo, check me out. I'm driving a truck on a little truck. Or no, I'm driving a little truck on a truck. And he immediately switched into being Master Chief riding a fucking child-sized Micro Machines Warthog. Oh my god. And I was dying, dude. Already better than Halo. Already better than Halo. Like, that's the thing. Okay, so here's the thing. Obviously, you know, Fortnite was one of the most popular games in the world. I don't know how it's doing now. I still imagine it's still popular. Yeah, Yeah. it's still popular. I think it's still popular. But the fact that like they can just be like, oh, we're gonna remove this one thing and see how people react to it, and like oh, yeah, get how's people's the reaction, attention. man. Everybody's- it's been very positive. Like a lot of people are coming back to it, so it's like I'm kind of hoping they add a no build mode or right. like lobby so or something. Yeah, I did hear that this was temporary. It is temporary. 
Right. So they got to bring back building. I, I imagine they're feeling they're feeling the vibe that this brings, because mm. right now the game also does have um, bots. It's weird. It has bots and NPCs, because like right now in the storyline, there's like this faction called like the evil doers or something. And they just like they're just like on the map and like you kill these bots and you get like loot you get like real good loot and there's like boss bots that you kill and you get like legendary guns so like there's like mini game in this game which is kind of interesting yeah i remember my cousin's son losing his mind when he picked up a night vision rifle i was like oh it's about to happen dude it's about to go off and he won that game he ran through it it's pretty good uh yeah, it looks like fun. It looks like chaos. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know if I'm ever gonna stick to it. Probably not. But I think that like this, since we were talking about like Halo dying, and like you know if they do go the battle royale, route, yeah, just take build mode out of Halo. Just take just take the Forge out of Halo. Wait, that we're losing stuff. We <laughs> yeah, we're like. losing stuff now. What the hell? Yeah, Forge got delayed too, man. Come on. But yeah, they, <laughs> what they are you just, doing? they've just got to keep the content up because like me going into the world and I'm being like, because like now that they've had like the whole Spider-Man thing happening, there's like fucking spider webs all over the map. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are these? And it's like, oh, you bounce on them. <laughs> so like you're just like bouncing across the world. Some cool it, little platforming. It's cool yeah. little platforms. And it's such a bummer like to like load into Halo Infinite. And it's like, hey, we still have four maps. Yeah, we have four maps and four game modes. <laughs> That's it. Like you got to keep it fresh. Nuts. Oh, it's a lot. It's it a game. It's a live service game, too, by the way. It's that new. It's that new buzzword that we keep hearing. Live service. <laughs> yeah. Everybody like, oh, wants to be a live doing. service, but they're not. They don't have the capabilities. I mean, literally, there's like John was saying, there's a company that's all they do. It's just the yeah. one live service game that they have. Like, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of yeah, work. It's man. a lot of work. Like, it's obvious, it takes- like seeing Destiny, like Destiny pull out of that nosedive and being like, oh, that's an entire company's work. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes and it was like, oh, Sony there. bought Bungie. All they make is Destiny. But yeah, like that's. That's all. That's all they can do, I guess. I don't know. Jesus Christ, dude! I forgot about that. I legit forgot about oh, that. They own them. <laughs> I legit forgot that Sony bought Bungie. Right. Well, I think there's going to be more to come. with Destiny this week, Steve. Sony. Well, not with Destiny, but just PlayStation Network was down. Oh, well, yeah, we can dude, talk about that, that too. That fuck we me. can talk about because uh, the rumors about the PlayStation uh, dude, Spartacus I hope, are whatever. Out of I hope mill. what we saw the other day is not real. I imagine there's an in between. That looks rough. Re- that looks a little rough. It looks I bad, man. Looks rough. I, I yeah, think it's just yeah, going to be. It. Where, I think it's just going to be what it is right now, and you get PS Plus. That's what. It, yeah, PS Now. They're just looks like they're just merging PS Now and PS Plus and charging you thirty dollars more. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be like Just kind of like um, how because the rumors early on were they were doing it like Nintendo does it right now, where it's like if you spend extra money, you get the old games. So it's going to be like if you want to play like Vagrant Story for the PlayStation one, you got to pony up some dough. But if you want to play like, oh, here it is. <laughs> Booger Man. So we have the the tiered system. And there's the PlayStation Plus Bronze uh, account, which gives you online play, free game demos. That's $10.999 every three months. 
There's the PlayStation Plus Silver account, which gives you online play, free game demos, and game streaming, which nobody wants. That's $29.99 every three months. Then there's the Gold, online play, free game demos, game streaming, monthly free games, what we already have, and monthly store discounts. Uh, That's $39.99 every three months. And the Platinum online play free game demos game streaming monthly free games monthly store discounts exclusive offers at the playstation store and access to select playstation 3 playstation 4 and playstation 5 titles streaming streaming that's the key word 59.99 every three months so that's basically just ps now yeah included on playstation plus but paying paying for it still and you have to get like we we what we have right now as PlayStation. How much is PlayStation Plus right now? How does that work? I think it's sixty bucks a year. Sixty dollars a year. So the closest thing to that is the bronze, and that's doesn't give you what you already have now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. terrible. That's in not comparison. Great. In comparison, yeah, it seems like a raw deal. Like if you were to put both systems next to each other, yeah, it's pretty I mean, insulting. Actually, we're, we're actually losing stuff if you're we losing value yeah you're losing value with our current price you know that's not that's not great um i really hope this is a, a rough draft <laughs> sick joke yeah i mean i personally i have to admit i don't download the games that much on P- uh, playstation plus those games but like to lose them yeah but if you had yeah them. if you had access to to some games at least and I'm not like too hype on playing PlayStation Three, Four, and Five titles, so like this Platinum one doesn't really interest me. I don't know. This is uh, it's a lot of stuff I don't like. <laughs> but yeah, I can. I mean, I'm gonna need PlayStation Plus, right? Because that's now online play, and I pay the same yeah price for yeah. that. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as long as you're paying the same price, I guess it's not bad for if you're getting the same service. Yeah, I mean, but like, I'm yeah, a... if you're losing service and paying paying the same price, like, fuck off. I hope this <laughs> if this Sony. does come out, it, it it is a complete failure and they lower these prices. <laughs> I dude, I okay. Keep in mind, you know, I'm probably the biggest PlayStation guy here uh, on the podcast. Yeah, this is my I, new pick. Now that Devin's not here, <laughs> I, would, I would wholeheartedly. I'm Mr. PlayStation, so I'm just gonna say Spin it. This like for me, something. Give me something um, to hope. And I'm allowed to critique them, okay? Because I love them so much. <laughs> like, okay, PlayStation Four comes out. It is the number one console, not counting the Switch, but for the generation it came out in, it was the number one console. It it blew the Xbox out of the water. Uh, it, it was as popular, if not more popular than the PlayStation 2, which was like one of the most popular consoles of all time. What do you do with that team that brought that success? Oh, f- we're going to scrap all this and we're going to give a division that was just heading like the European side of this, like the entire company oh, like <laughs> for that. Like the, it's, it seems like it's weird. It seems like they kind of like shot themselves in the foot and they were like, hey, guys. You guys did. You guys did good work. Do everything now, and it's like, oh, sh- that's what? Like, why are we hitting the reboot button? Like, if, as a company, but you know, well, I mean, it's cutting cost, right? It must be cheaper to. Do I guess it so. I guess so. But it just seems like they crushed it so hard, 
And then they were just like, all right, we're re we're re uh, branching the company. See, I wouldn't mind it if they were taking the original company, the big company and doing something new and innovative. Yeah. You know, and, and they were sending the smaller company off to do this kind of stuff, but they're not. No, it seems like every step with the PlayStation five, like it is an awesome system when it's like running the games you want to play. Like they look great. They run great. Awesome. The controllers, they're gimmicks. Yeah. They, it's a shame that they break so easily too. Yeah. Yeah, That's huge. Um, That's so fucking. I I have one with drift and one without, and the one with drift, I play Tina, tiny Tina's and the one without, I play Elden ring. Cause you you can't, yeah, you You need, yeah, you need the precision. Time a game like Elden Ring. You legit can't in Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, I would I would die so much. Um, but like you've had that system for like a, just like a year and change. Yeah. Like my Switch controllers, they didn't get drift until four years. Four years into the yeah, four years, good. and that's when I got my drift on my on mine. And you know, actually, um, I was playing Tiny Tina's uh, well, Wonderland or whatever the fuck that is. And uh, I noticed that it was like over vibrating. Like it vibrated for everything. And it like, I, I get the gimmick with the controller. Like it's haptic and it's vibrating at, at like certain smaller vibrations for smaller things, but it just got annoying after. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's the thing. Not all developers are going to, not all developers are going to put the time and effort into your fucking controller rumbles that you did with, um, uh, what was the name of the game that came with the system? The, uh, Playroom. The Playroom. Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom is uh, an awesome demo piece for yeah. the controller, but like also like those fucking triggers don't feel great no, in comparison. The the closest to I think it actually being pretty cool I think was with Resident Evil Eight. You kind of had to depress it a little harder to pull the trigger. I did yeah. like that. That was there, neat. Yeah. Yeah. Um but Call like Call of Duty with, had that too, the adaptive yeah. triggers. Mm. That's cool. I like that. Um with Tiny Tina, it's just shaking a bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <For> everything. <laughs> How is Tiny Tina, by the way? Chris, I didn't I didn't know you picked this up. Right. So um I actually bought this um a couple months ago because you know, I enjoy your box hey, games. Borderlands. I'm a Borderlands yeah. boy. Um and you know, I don't know what I was expecting with this. I mean, I obviously want more Borderlands games, but like this seems so kind of lazy as a as a as a RPG. Um, And that's what it's kind of proposing, presenting itself as like this RPG mixture with with Borderlands. That is so minuscule and so small in the general gameplay and plot that it's almost just like another Borderlands game. And that's kind of depressing. It makes it for a slightly mediocre product. Yeah, I think like the aspect that had me most excited about it was the fact that it was like they were going like more fantasy RPG, but with like the it had the ties to the Borderlands. Right. Games, and, but... you know, like I, I don't even mind the guns themselves because the guns are crossbows, but they look like old you know Borderlands guns and stuff. Right. Um, And that's kind of neat but like the fact that these the the skills that you're scaling up really add nothing to mm. general gameplay like they add a little bit of damage buffs percentage buffs but like in overall they don't 
it's not your character at all. Um, and I feel it's just kind of like a Borderlands game with different wallpaper, you know, mm. which I is is. I mean, that's not the worst it's thing. Not, it's not. It's not a terrible game. I I wouldn't say it's terrible, and it's still I'm still playing it because I like the combat in Borderlands, but like it's really Borderlands 3.5, you know, not, I mm. wouldn't call, tiny Tina's wonderland giving it a totally new title and making it seem like it's an RPG. It's lazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I think uh, the writing, like, listen, I, I laugh at fart jokes still. I'm a child. That's I'm an immature person, but like, this comedy seems so dated. <laughs> like the shit they're talking about in this, it's a, it's not funny. The they got new voice actors. They I think they have Andy Samberg as uh, one of the the characters in your party. Mm-hmm. Um, the the lines they're giving him to read are just so like 2010. You know, so 2000 late. I hate that year. <laughs> no, no, but I know exactly what you, you know. Mean. What I'm saying. I know exactly what you mean because when I played um. When I played uh, three, right, Borderlands three, I was like, "This has like big 2010 Reddit vibes." It really does, and you know, three was like you were like, "Oh, okay." I, hopefully, they don't stick with that, and they you know, they evolve their humor a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh no, you haven't!" Like this is all just like you guys are still doing rage faces and shit. Yeah, like there's a lot of that, a lot of like <laughs> weird emoting and faces and bad like, like stop it. Bad meme jokes, like I don't know. I might be outgrowing the comedy in the series. That could be part of it, but it just didn't grow. It hasn't grown into anything new or different. Chris, have you ever played Tales from the Borderlands? Yeah, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Like that's hands down, hilarious. I like, the best characters they could pick too. For, yeah, for that, um, like, it's no wonder they brought them into three. Right, but like, yeah, like. You know, I think that franchise has the capability with better writers too. I think that's the thing. I think better. I think instead of sticking to whatever the Borderlands framework is for humor, you know, go outside the box a little bit and challenge mm-hmm. yourself with some different layered humor or don't make a funny game. I don't know. Like it, it's <laughs> I it's just this game seems very played out. Yeah. I think after that's their live service debacle with um uh, I forgot the name of it. Even shift? the f- fake Overwatch. Uh, no, Shift is their key program. Yeah. Outriders. No, it wasn't Outriders. Oh, this the is a new right. game. We should play a game where you describe a dead live service game <laughs> and you have to guess what it was called. Talking about Valorant? No, not Valorant. Valorant is still very popular. Very much uh, alive. What is that? What is it? What is the name? Uh, Globebox? Gunbox Studios? Mm. Oh. Gearbox? Gearbox, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gearbox games. I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, of they had a Gearbox. they had a game as a service that was like Overwatch. You're saying? Gearbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like Overwatch meets MOBA, and I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, it came out 2015, 2016. It like came out the same year as Overwatch, and it was like dead in the water because of it. Battleborn. Ah. Battleborn. That's yeah, right. Battleborn. Uh, Battleborn was a game where it's like I feel like they put a lot into it. And then seeing how like it ate shit so hard, they were just like, "All right, we're just gonna make 
Borderlands. Just make Borderlands forever now. (laughs) Well, like, you know, like, listen, uh, and this is a good parallel to Elden Ring. I know I keep bringing it up. I love this game, Elden Ring. I mean, it's very much. Oh, it's a masterpiece. In the meta of, of, uh, of what's going on right now, though. Yeah, it is. And I want to bring up the fact that Elden Ring is. It is a lot of the same uh, the, of the Souls games, but it's so perfected and it's so much bigger than any of the, those other games. It's almost like something entirely different. Mm. And Borderland Tiny Tina's, you would expect something like that from this company to grow a little bit with their formula. And they did. So is it, is it still a looter shooter, Tiny Tina? Oh, yeah, 100%. Still yeah, I'm watching shooter. some gameplay right now. Still, like, uh, you get different like abilities and skills. So could, it pa- could it have passed as a board, just Borderlands Four, straight off? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> There's no difference. It's not <laughs> different enough to call it by something completely uh, different. That's right. that's where I'm. I find it a little disingenuous, you know. Um, yeah. But I want to segue over to Elden Ring now, a better game. Um, and I currently, uh, I currently got to the end. I'm at the last boss fight. Oh man, just in time for next week. Just in time okay. for next week. I'm I'm ex- I think I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> it's really hard. But like I will say um towards the end of that game it does lose a little steam. Like I feel like um it kind of and it should because it's directing you towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of sameness with the bosses that are coming out and it's only for about the last five bosses in that game where everything kind of feels like they're, they're regurgitating some stuff, but also um, I feel like the, the difficulty has scaled up a little bit too. Um, I feel like if anything is unbalanced, it's with the last couple bosses in this game. And though that makes sense to me, like it makes sense to me why they're harder because they're the last bosses in the game. <laughs> yeah, that, the the challenge to see like if you've what you've picked up, throughout. what you've learned, everything that you've learned throughout the whole game, and that's the whole point of video games, right? You build up to the final boss and you work at all the skills that you've learned mm-hmm. throughout the game. So, but it is tough, and I had to take a little sanity break. Uh, I get that. I was, get that. It was. Uh, I was running into a wall and I had to stop because there was a point like I'd say the the entire I'd say 60 past hours of this game. I was running like a fucking train through this thing. Like I, I know I'm doing good in, in any Souls game when I'm not stop when I don't when I stop playing, not because I can't fight a boss, but because I have to stop playing because it's been eight hours. <laughs> you know, like that's how I know. Like this game's hit the sweet spot. Good, good, good game. You're playing a good game. I'm playing point. a great fucking game. And but then now, when you're when you're up, you're you're awake at night in bed thinking about yes how to optimize your build. Mm. <laughs> like you know, you got a good game. I I, I got to the point where about. I'm I'm good with so many different types of weapons that I have a lot of choices. Oh, that's how, awesome. How I want to take on things. And that's so really... So you could change your loadouts on the fly, right? For different scenarios, I guess. Well, you know, you have... You could, like, load up at least three weapons in, three, in the three weapon slots. But I tend not okay. to do that because that makes you heavier. And you got to be... You got to... With these last couple bosses, you got to be quick. You got to be moving around that, that arena. And you got to be always keeping them in front of you. Because they're just... they Like, the past... Four, the four last bosses are so fucking fast. Like they come at you, and they have input. <coughs> they have input uh, attacks. 
So if they if you're drinking from your S's flask, they're immediately going to attack you. Oh, they're like, this is when I strike. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, dude, it is brutal. Um, but yeah, uh, I still think it's a fucking masterpiece. I think I don't know. One of my favorite games I've ever played. At this yeah. Point. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, I bring it up every podcast now, but we're going to have a big podcast next week where we talk about Elden Ring and our experiences with it and. This is the game. This is the game to beat for the year right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't see. I honestly don't. I mean, I haven't even played it, but I don't see any other game coming out. I mean, if God of War comes out. Yeah, well, I was going to say I'm fully expecting God of War to not come out this year. So we're just so used to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I, I. I hope God of War comes out this year. I want I want this game to have a little. But even then, like <laughs> it's almost like you kind of have to give it to Elden Ring, right? Because it's a new IP, yeah, dude. It, there's like, so much, and it's so much done right, and ah, it's just the perf- perf- perfected model of these games. The, the game was done game. when it came out. Yeah, it was done when it came out, and it worked for me fine. Like I didn't have any issues. Like. <laughs> completely great well i think the trick is you shouldn't be playing on pc i think i think that's part of it i think that's part of it well i mean that's the game for pc players like they don't actually want to play a video game Uh, but they don't have they don't have zelda (laughs) they just so they just want to fuck with specs for three four hours (laughs) like i hear a lot of the issues they're having and i'm just like oh man that sucks that sucks I'm already Sucks at the end. Suck, get good. I'm at the end, dude. Sorry. Yeah, I beat. I'm close to beating it, but that you got in a rough, rough day of it, man. You yeah. know. Um. Yeah, I love it. We'll talk more about it later. I'm playing a new game. It's called Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. That came out this week, right? It came out this week, and uh, this is the first time a main, uh, a main franchise Kirby game has been 3D. And so that's why I was excited because like, okay, so here's the, the thing. First 3D Kirby game. Really? Wow. Yeah. This is like the first, like not a side platformer. This is like a wow. 3D platformer Kirby game. It's the first time it's been like that. Uh, and it's, it's ridiculous to think of that because it's like, this is also the same year we got like the first, like new take on Pokemon hmm. as well. So it's like something in the, something in the water over at Nintendo is making them go like, Hey, what if we innovated? <laughs> hey, what if we tried this game called Breath of the Wild? Everyone's been talking. <laughs> yeah, what if we played this game that we... Wow, this is pretty awesome. Let's, <laughs> let's just make a game like this. Now, uh, now uh, Kirby has no ties to Breath of the Wild. I think Kirby <laughs> is uh, closer to Mario to Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, but even then, so I think Kirby and the Forgotten Land is a very good game. I don't think it's a great game. I think it's very good. It is incredibly easy and i'm playing on the hardest difficulty aka wild mode it makes me wild want them mode. to add a harder difficulty <laughs> that i don't associate with kirby at all i mean wild mode it's well that's the thing there's one that's you called like titties <laughs> <laughs> yeah kirby gone wild he's just titties and ass, kirby um but i'm having like the thing is it does have that mario odyssey element where like he becomes random things in the world like you know like he like like he used to but also he goes into mouthful mode and like his whole thing changes like uh there was a point where i swallowed an arch on like an awning and i became a hang glider 
and the whole level changed into a Star Fox style like flying like plane fight, thing. Yeah. Like I wasn't shooting anything, but I was doing barrel rolls as Kirby and I'm like this is this is a lot of fun. Um the music isn't as good as old school Kirby games, which is a crime because a Kirby's bummer. got some beats. Yeah, like all of his songs real up tempo and fun like like they're up tempo. It's just it doesn't have that like He's always he, done he's always done those too or no. The Kirby songs? Yeah. I don't Sam know. Like, like it's you know. Is it Koji? Is it Koji Kondo or no? I don't know if it's Koji. That doesn't. It's a good question. It doesn't seem like it's Koji Kondo. That opening. That's that's a that's a it's a banger. That's a classic. Kirby has has so many classics, and like this one is a lot of more like it's like wispy you're in a magical place music where it's like and i'm like no i want to seem like i'm fucking kirby sucking everybody off well, <laughs> well like change my word the the kirby theme is always so carefree like to what you're actually doing which is devouring everything devouring. that you see uh like it's, it's fun early on in the game you uh do mouthful mode on a car and there's like a point where you're just like driving a fucking car. <laughs> and I'm like, this cool. is weird. Like this is like, it's pretty I cool. think like this is the first step into Kirby's new life into gaming. And it's a shame that it took him so long to get here. But I think it like, you know, if they keep down this path, because I want them to keep down this path because it feels so natural to for this 2d platformer Kirby to become this 3d platformer Kirby. Like it just feels like the next evolutionary step. So like, so they're working in the right direction, but this is the right direction. It's not hundred percent. It's not perfected yet. It's not perfected. I think I fought a really big gorilla in one (laughs) level and it was a really exciting fight. It was super easy because I've been playing Elden Ring and anything in comparison is <laughs> super it? easy. Oh man, it's like the the training wheels are on in every game. <laughs> no, I know. But like, dude, it's just like I'm like having a laugh and I'm fighting like this gorilla and they're like, "Oh, you think this is okay? Let's go." Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think this is uh, a really fun game. Uh, if you're just looking for like a chill out, I think this would this I think this is a complimentary piece to Elden Ring mm. where like if you fucking spend 80 hours like banging your head against one boss, maybe put on Kirby and just feel like a god for a little bit. <laughs> it's like an ego boost. It is a big ego boost. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this one a fuck. I think it's I think it's a really good game. And- oh, I didn't give Tina anything. Um yeah, yeah. What do you think about Tina? It's a it's still a fuck. I'd mm-hmm. say it's still a fuck. I'd say it's a lighter fuck than than your Kirby's fuck, but it's 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 good. I think yeah, I think this Kirby is a fuck in the right direction. Okay. All right. Moving um, towards a marriage. Yes, I think maybe if they keep it up in two years, not two years, but like next game they do. Could be a marry. Oh, so um I actually watched a movie this week too. Oh, what'd you watch? A new movie. I watched Licorice Pizza. Ooh. How was it? I've been hearing all about Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza Classic. Was, was good. It just wasn't a class. I, do, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> it's just so many other. It wasn't as good as The Master. Hmm. That's um, my favorite, actually. I love The Master, so no. 
or Boogie no. Nights? No, 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 no. Is that no, the no. goat? <laughs> <laughs> What's his best Boogie song? Nights uh, for a long time was my favorite movie I've ever seen. It was blew me away. Um, was it better than Phantom Thread? No. Was it no. better than Punch Drunk Love? No. No. Was it I don't better so. than Magnolia? Yes. Was it better than Phantom Thread? Or did I ask you that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, was okay, it, here's right, here's the real question. Inherent you might, it's it might fit, you might you might need some time to think about this too. By the way, okay. Um, but was it better than There Will Be Blood? <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, um, <laughs> I an answer. Um, Don't even have to answer. This this film, uh, Licorice Pizza, directed by, of course, Paul Thomas Anderson, written by Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson stated he got the idea for the film after walking by a high school during picture day. Uh, he also drew influence from the uh, stories of Gary Goatsman, who was a former child star from the 60s and 70s. This film is very much a nostalgia slice of life. Um it takes a very specific time and a very specific place. That would be the 1973, I believe is the date and California. And I think it's Malibu specifically. Um, and it basically, it's almost like the setting is a little bit more important. The setting and the time is more important than the plot because this film really doesn't have much of a plot. I think it's all character, it's all setting, it's all a timepiece. Um, and, you know, I watched it with my parents who were older, and they, just like the moment the movie started, they were like, oh my God, this is my childhood. <laughs> you know? Which I think they had a more visceral, visceral response to than me. Because I seen it personally, whenever I watch a movie about the 70s, for me, I always think it's kind of goofy and silly. Yeah. Like, that's just the way I think about that time period. <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of silly people doing drugs. And my dad pretty much agrees. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's it's a forgotten decade. That's what he refers to as. But, like, um, this film is chaotic and it barely, I don't even think I would consider it a three act movie. I think it's three, one, first, uh, one acts, basically. But it all surrounds a relationship between um, Alana and Gary, or Jerry, I think his name is. Jerry being a child star and Alana being a girl that he meets in high school. And they build a relationship and they come together and they drift apart and they come together and they drift apart. Um, it's, it's a romantic comedy, basically, in so many words. But um, I think the standout uh role and the standout part of this film is Bradley Cooper when he gets involved um he plays a barber uh, a hairdresser turned movie producer this is real his name's John Peters uh he was uh engaged and married to Barbara Streisand and he became a movie producer um, because it was that easy in the 70s. <laughs> it really was, man. Like, getting into film was, like, so fucking easy back then, because nobody, nobody cared. <laughs> and his role in this is, like, he plays a monster. <laughs> <This movie. laughs> 
<laughs> like he is high machismo, like ultra, like testosterone fueled maniac. Um, he just brightens the film up. Um, the, the particular scene is they, the main characters are moving in a waterbed into its home. And he tells them that if they fuck up anything in the waterbed or his house, that he will kill all of them. Specifically saying that he'll sh- strangle the main character's younger brother in front of him. <laughs> it's just threatening everybody in the scene. Hilarious. Worth watching the film for that. For, and he's only in it for about 10 minutes, but it's just mm. so fucking, he's such a huge character. Um, I'd say it's very similar to films like Fast Times at Ridgemont High and American Graffiti and like Days to Confused. Very light on plot, very heavy on character. Um, it looks gorgeous. There is a oneer in the beginning of the film where Alana, the main, uh, played by Sarah Haim, who deserves attention for this role. She's fantastic. Um, she's walking down the hallways. You know how they, in Malibu and in California, they have those open high school hallways? You know, like they're outside. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like, like California. Yeah, like the, that yeah. classic California look. Well, yeah. she's campus. walking walking down the hallway with a mirror, looking at her face, and it pivots while she pivots, and it's all one take as she's walking back to the cafeteria for picture day. It's very cool, very well shot, hmm. but I just think it's so light on the plot um, that it's a hard movie to get your teeth like sunk into. I think there's some great performances. I think, like most of the films nominated for Oscars this year, they're not their best work. I really don't think it's his best, unfortunately. But it's good, and I bet like an okay Paul Thomas Anderson movie is great, right? You know, <laughs> like I'll enjoy it regardless. But um, yeah, I give it a fuck. Um, I don't think it's better than Doom this year. If you were want to go through the best picture nominees i think dune is still my favorite of last year but i really enjoyed this film um currently it sits at 90 percent on rotten tomatoes with an audience score of 65 percent uh box office 30.6 million budget 40 million um solid two hours and 13 minutes perfect time for a film in my opinion uh, the pacing is a little bit of an issue too so this film feels a little longer than it is but I think you should check it out. I think it's it's a, an auteur director just doing whatever he wants. And that's always kind of fun. So, good stuff. Yeah, that was licorice pizza. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched any other TV show. Oh, I did watch Severance this week. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, Chris. Yeah. Um, apparently at the Oscars, Will Smith just punched Chris Rock and told him to keep my wife's name out of <gasps> your fucking mouth. No. Whoa, breaking and news. Yeah. If you look at the shows on the discord right now, there is a, a tweet with the video. What the fuck? Was this during the ceremony? This is during the ceremony. Like it's like. What the fuck? Is I don't know. I don't know if this is like a shoot or just like a, a joke. What is on here? Uh, what? 
this has got to be fake, right? I like I imagine like I don't I imagine so. It's so weird. Whoa. Whoa, that is weird. You don't think that was fake? I don't think that was fake. What? Shit. And then, like, the audio goes, like, censored mute. He, like, open hand slapped him. What is <gasps> what going was that? on? That's a real punch. What is going on? It's a real punch. It's <laughs> a real punch. You think that was real, John? It looked. It looked real. It does look real, right? It looks intentional. Wow. Or this is a way to draw people to watch the Oscars. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? I don't know. So like there's a part where it's like all muted, like very early on, and Will Smith is like shouting and it's like it's it's oh he like I think angry. it's keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, I can Yeah, I can see that. Like he I can see that the lip sync, he's definitely saying that. <laughs> oh my god. Will Smith. What are Yo. you doing? Yo, man. Wow. Yo, it got real silent, too. It got real silent, dude. I don't think that was fake. Now that I look at it, I don't think it was fake. <laughs> like, that's such a weird moment to just plunk in the middle of your show if that you're was, trying to do something fake. It was the second joke about that. Oh, was it really? Yeah, because when I before I came on, I think it was Regina King, and she was like bringing up all the really attractive bachelors, like actors, mm. and she's like, "Oh, Will Smith, you can come." Jada says it's okay, and he's like, "No, oh, no," <laughs> yeah, because that was that was some, that was drama. There was drama over that, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't know, man. That could be real. Man, <laughs> wild, it's just not as cool as we all thought, huh? <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. You think that's cool? <laughs> <laughs> In front of that many people, and it was okay, so man like, that man. That's like a Kanye moment, a little it bit. Is like a Kanye moment, man. I mean, Kanye never hit anybody though, right? No, he just he just interrupted Taylor Swift, which I mean, that's the world made the world go nuts. Like he didn't never like came up on stage and slap somebody. That's yeah. What if he came up on stage people? and slap and slap Taylor Swift? Oh my god, he would be killed. Apparently, Australia <laughs> got the uncensored version. So Ooh, uh, post it, baby. Oh, I think Stin already beat me to it. This is nuts. Yeah, Stin already beat me to it. Was it a slap or a punch? It, it's a slap. It's, it's a, slap. a slap. It's a slap. But like, you can watch it off this dude's TV. He's a front runner for yeah the best actor. Oh, I wonder what that's gonna be. I gotta watch this. I wonder what speech he's gonna give now. I'm glad I punched him. Crazy, crazy. Man, he says wow. Oh, it's so silent. <gasps> it's. Holy shit.
Man, he really screams too. Yeah, he yeah dude. Twice. He says it twice. Ow. Yo, <laughs> dude. Yo, imagine if if Robert Downey Jr. punched Ricky Gervais. He probably wouldn't be Iron Man anymore. <laughs> dude, is this what the is this what the Oscars is gonna be now? It's just gonna be fucking people throwing down mid fucking show. Had a good joke or something. He. <laughs> It, Chris Rock said it. It was a G.I. Jane. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Which I want to hear now because he probably <laughs> got, if, if he got confused and it's not about him or Jada, oh, this makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, oh, he just dude. like didn't get the joke. Oh, that would be beautiful. Oh my. I'm making a Tank Girl reference. <laughs> what? <laughs> She was in the Matrix this year. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, bro. I don't know, man. Why would you do that? Why would you do that in front of everybody that gives you work? That's really dumb. It's really dumb. Wow. Devin, you missed yeah, a, you missed a crazy episode. Wow. I know, dude. Yo. Dude, that's that's wild. Yeah, that's a real slap. That's a real slap, dude. Where's Jada in all this? What was she doing? Wasn't he sitting next to her? I didn't see her. That's what Stin says, but I don't think so. Wait, they had the Rock's reaction? I didn't see the Rock's reaction. I did not see the Rock's reaction. (laughs) I want to know what he thinks. Rock's being like, (laughs) damn. Damn. You hit Chris Rock. Damn. Oh, shit. Hit Chris, yeah, Kevin Hart. Oh, well, when he, he says Rock's reaction, not the Rock. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wait, I smell what he's cooking. I smell what he's cooking. <laughs> he just raises his eyebrow. Like, they cut to him. He's just like, that's all he does. Shit. They used to call me Rocky Maivia. <laughs> what the fuck? So that, all yeah, right. I think Oof. that's going to be a thing now where people are going to be able to punch comedians in the face because Will Smith said it was all right. Once Will Smith gets it, we're all allowed to. Dude, it's his, it's his millennium. It's we're just living millennium. in it. Yeah. I mean, he's, that's a thousand years, Steve. <laughs> a thousand years of Will thousand Smith. years of Will Smith. That's what we committed to. He's going to be <laughs> punching so many people in that thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How do you even continue the show? How yeah, I mean, wait, isn't this wasn't it pre-recorded though? It was. There was a um, there was like what is that five minute blurb? Oh, it it wasn't like it was yesterday. No, no, no. That I think there it is live. Yeah, there's there's usually like a minute um a minute gap. So in case anything does happen like this, they can censor it. Or like if like a, a nipple slips. Yo, dude, they fucked up on one of the censors because I think Regina King accidentally said Jesus Christ, like I ex- like exclaimed, and they, oh. like I heard her voice get muted after she said it. Mm. So it was like they missed it or something. <laughs> wow, what a shit! What a shit show! <laughs> this is how the Oscars end. Yeah, you close with this. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like oh, you mean like permanently they're not gonna have this anymore Nah, dude it's this is gonna get what is the gi Jane? so high i didn't hear the joke <gasps> yeah they didn't they cut is out it the joke because part. she's she has a shaved head or something or she's bald maybe okay somebody said jada has an autoimmune 
issue and she lost most of her hair. So when he said, I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2, I think he was making a joke about her hair. Oh, is that what he said? Okay. Looks like she could star in G.I. Jane. Yo. I mean, if she's sick and he made a joke That's kind of fucked up, yeah. Then, yeah, I say it's okay. It's not a violation. And And he's good for it. You can't punch somebody in front of those people. That's not. Oh, he slapped it. He he slapped them. That's 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 okay to be to slap. If your if your wife is, has an autoimmune disease and lost her hair and you made a joke about her hair, yeah, but on, like on TV, you, you nah, look, that's you okay. Look, you look shitty regardless. I, I don't know, man. I think Chris Rock looks pretty shitty. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. I think Chris Rock looks like a piece of shit, but I also think Will Smith does in this scenario too. Ah. Uh, I think nope. a lot of people are gonna side with Will Smith if this if this if this is the case if she's actually if she actually has a, a I, I don't know I, don't, I, think that, I mean I think it's based, silly. <laughs> based on our Discord the reaction immediately is uh, from Rain is Will Smith nominated for anything because I officially need him to win well it's because he's it's gonna be awkward now if he wins it's something. gonna be really awkward. oh it's gonna be so awkward let's see doing some. I don't know. I think that's a bad move. Regardless, I don't know, man. If some if, a public if, national stage, yeah, I don't care. Know. I mean, all that shit gets thrown out the window if it's if it, if it's it doesn't matter if it's in public or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so uh, apparently she has what is it? She has alopecia now because of an autoimmune disorder. I mean, she always had short hair though. She's had short hair since like the Matrix, Matrix Two. Yeah, but she she had to shave her head now because she because of alopecia. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he still looks like I think he still looks bad. I I, I can't. It, just being violent with anybody immediately loses your your. Chris, standing. you watch football, dude. <laughs> I know, sport. but they're paid to do that. <laughs> I know, but th- this is the. I mean, this is Will Smith's wife. Who's who has a who has a disease? And I get it. Just, I get that. But and like, Chris Rock, I don't care if it's on. Like, if if it was me, I probably would have done something similar. If it was know. me, I don't know. That's just how it is, in my opinion. Like, I mean, I would have just gone on and said, "We're in public." I don't care Chris if we're at the White a piece House. Of shit, because he made fun of my wife. He could have said that at the post interview when he wins an Oscar. That's that's simple, and that you you are the bigger man in that. Yeah, that's all but, I'm saying. I mean, like, if he just would have not done that and then said, you know, Chris I guess, but like, I don't know. Joke. There are things. There are things like where it's like you know, where it doesn't matter to me. To me, at least, you know, like this is obviously like outside of the Oscars going to become something. I imagine. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, Chris Rock's um, gonna get roasted for this too. Well, I'm, I'm talking like you know, maybe even possible lawsuits. Um, yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, yeah, that comes with it too, of course. But I think, I think the public's reaction to this is going to be less negative towards Will Smith, and it's going to be more of a Will Smith defending his wife. Yeah, of course. I don't know, and because, I, I'm kind of in that boat too. Like, we'll see. We'll see. Like, <laughs> people, dude, people, people shake real weird, but like. 
I think I think it was, a, that, it was like, in poor taste. It was in poor taste on Chris Rock's part. It was, of course. I think it, that like that's gonna out. That's gonna overshadow, you know. Because like Will Smith obviously knows, like he's been in like rooms this, with his I don't wife. Think, I don't think anybody looks good right now. I don't no. think anybody looks good. But I also that's the thing. Like Will Smith has obviously been in rooms when his wife has like obviously had like been upset over this condition. And like this was like the first time they've probably gone to a big of maybe not the first time for them, but like this is like the first time we've they've had the Oscars, right? Yeah. And like maybe this was like a big concern. Like she maybe like they had a discussion. And like this was like Will Smith Whoa. was like motherfucker, like legit had to do this shit. I guess. I mean, if if they had a discussion, but I agree, man, it makes all parties look bad. I I, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. But if you have me pick a side, I think yeah. I'm on Will Smith's. Yeah, dude. Okay, I guess. I mean, if it was like she was in a movie called GI Jane Two that flopped or something, and he made well, that, it's, it's a bad joke. It's a bad yeah, joke. Yeah, it's a poor taste. I, I'll, I'll yeah. give you that. Like, it's a shit fucking I mean, it's joke. a bad joke, and it's in poor taste. Like, it's yeah. in really poor taste. I don't know, guys. I don't know. People don't like violence. They get, they get real weird about it. Any type. But it's and a slap, right? I don't think Chris Rock is going to sue. I don't think that's going to happen. I yeah. Don't, I don't. I, I really doubt that's going to happen. Because, like, I'm sure he's dealt with people... Getting but I guarantee you, comedy. Will Smith probably. Well, Chris Rock will never host the Oscars again, and Will Smith probably won't be at another Oscars after this. Yeah, that, yeah, that I agree with. Yeah, they'll probably like ban him or something. I, I totally agree with that. I, I like, <laughs> it's fucking the Discord's blowing up right now. <laughs> I don't want to watch the Oscars now because I want to <laughs> see. What yeah, so mission it. accomplished. They did it. They, they did, did it. it, dude. Chris oh and Will God. teaming up secretly. I bet. Uh, We're gonna make these things relevant, baby. He was laughing at it. Was he laughing at the joke? I th- it, that might have been a sarcastic slab laugh. Like, it it looked like a la- It looks like he was laughing like at that joke. Let me see. But like I don't know because like they cut away back to Chris no, 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 Rock. No, he was laughing at the joke about if your wife win- doesn't win, then you can't. Then you then you can't win. He was okay. laughing at okay. that joke. And then Chris Rock says, by the way, I love the hair or something. Can't wait for G.I. Jane 2 or something like that. Yeah, he was like, I can't wait to see in G.I. Jane 2. And like yeah, maybe that like a moment to process. Yeah, because then maybe maybe, J- maybe Jada got us. That's and, such and a we- that's Will, such Will a weird fucking that. reference to make. It's a very dated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really bad joke. Very dated. Uh yeah. Wow. But you could see J- uh, Smith was laughing at first, but you could see Jada did not like it. So I guess Smith, once Smith saw she was upset, he just did what he did. Interesting. All right. Wow. Uh, so Chris, what were you what were you talking about before the smackered around the world, baby? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. How do you follow that up? How do you follow this up? I guess the only thing I would follow this up if I drove to your house, Stephen, slapped you in the mouth during this podcast. I don't got. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I uh, I don't like the Oscars, so if this leads to the end of them, I'd be very happy. That's me personally. Sorry, Chris. Oscar <laughs> buzz. Oscar buzz Oscar is now buzz. just going to be fights, dude. God, <laughs> it's like the Grammys all of a sudden now. Dude, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. 
<laughs> this is insane. What a crazy <laughs> world we live in. Crazy That's world, man. Fucking nuts. It's it's insane. I can't, you yeah. can't you can't Love deny it. that. It is a little juicy though. Little it's juicy. real juicy. It's very spicy. juicy. It's pretty spicy. It's juicy because like <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it's juicy because it's celebrities. Yeah, it's juicy. yeah, it's juicy because it's celebrities, and it's like it's such a big. Scene. Oh, is he okay for doing that or not? Like we're all talking about it right now. Like, yeah, we're all having that discussion. That's why it's juicy. Man, you didn't see fucking director of Parasite punch anybody. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Yeah, not nobody, yet. nobody made fun of his sick wife though. That's the he thing. won. True. <laughs> he won. Bong won. Bong won. If he didn't win, he was gonna throw down. He said, <laughs> "Throw hands." Man, is he is he gonna win? Oh man! I guess he. Yeah, Are they gonna win. get him escorted out? I can't. I'm gonna put this on mute. Let me see if I can watch it. Hold on. Is it on YouTube? Uh, that was just on Twitter. No, I mean like the Oscars. Oh, I have no idea. Um, I think they it's on ABC this year, so probably not. Yeah, that's a bummer. 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 <laughs> I just I, I, think like, more convenience should be slapped. God damn it, Rain. <laughs> they wouldn't slap Jeff Foxworthy. That's all I'm saying. Uh, can't slap a blue collar comedian like that. <laughs> oh. oh, this is this is our new civil war. Chris Rock yeah, or Will Smith. Pick a side. Pick a side. <laughs> Who's Captain America's side and who's Iron Man's side? I don't know. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I can't watch it. Fuck. <laughs> those were in your those were in your <laughs> vows, John. In sickness or in health, I will throw down <laughs> at the drop of a fuck. I'll Chris. I'll punch Chris <laughs> I'll Rock. Listen. I'll punch Chris Rock. Yeah, like <laughs> now, if if Taylor Swift made fun of made fun of B, uh, Beyonce for being sick, and then said that she won, then yeah, maybe Kanye would be wouldn't, wouldn't have been shit on so hard, you know? Oh, I do have a live stream. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I hear that. I hear that. That is really <laughs> loud. Wait, no, this isn't. This is nothing. This is nothing. Never mind. You get to hear us all going nuts in the middle of this. <laughs> oh. Wow. 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 Indeed. Wow. Congratulations, God. We like congratulations. Like Yeah, we were here great, during some breaking news. It's a though. great year. It's a great year. Dude. Ooh, even Carl's jumping in. That's what I'm saying. Dude, yeah. Again, it's getting it's gonna get a little heat in here, I think. I don't know. It's a slap, dude. It's not like it's not like he threw him on the ground and started started it's curb not, stomping. It's not, it. it's not the slap and it's not the hit. It's that he did it in front of everyone, like at a really big stage. That's the only thing that that is weird. I, yeah, that's the wild thing. Like he got up in the middle of the fucking Oscars and smacked the dude. I don't think I don't think Carl's right Do though. Th- I think that was a rock. Yeah, there's that was definitely a, that was definitely not a writer's room joke. No. <laughs> yeah, the writer's like, hey, what was your, should we reference fucking G.I. Jane? No. Chris Rock? No. 
Yeah, I want, I want to know what my parents think. They're watching it right now. <laughs> oh, no, they stopped watching it. Damn it. They stopped the last part. <laughs> oh, what a, what a world. I keep saying that, but man, I didn't expect this. How much were the odds in uh, in Las Vegas for somebody getting slapped during the offseason? <laughs> 70 to 1. 70 to 1. That's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely ad-libbed. That is no doubt in my mind. That's such a weird joke. It's such a bad, weird joke. Yeah. Fucking want want will arrested for assault. Are you a cop? Like that's what a cop would say. <laughs> when that's ridiculous. In, come on, man. Don't don't say that shit. Who's when you type in cop? <laughs> oh, just scroll up. Yeah, just scroll up. It's fine. When you type in GI Jane, this the first thing that comes up on on <laughs> Google now, dude. Oh wow, he did say. It. <laughs> that's so ridiculous, man. I don't think Chris Rock would too. I really don't. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, he might apologize. Maybe. Yeah, he would probably mm. apologize because that—that's what the bigger man would do too, right now. Yeah. Maybe they'll hash it out. Maybe they'll do. Oh man, yo, maybe that's our next boxing match, dude. Chris Rock will get fucking destroyed. <laughs> like, uh, come on, Are you kidding me? He's so tiny. Would they let it happen, man? Devin, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't man. know. Devin's watching this right now. Oscar fever, baby. He's got Oscar fever. He's sneezing all Oscar over the place. Fever. <laughs> 1997. G.I. Jane. Yeah, that's, that's such a bad joke. There's no way. <laughs> that's ridiculous. No, that seems like it, like it feels like an ad-libbed joke that, that just went wrong. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I, know, man. I, 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 I feel though like that. There's no way that was a writer's room joke. Like, there's no... There's no G.I. Jane in the zeitgeist right now. Like, it's not a topic, a discussion. I don't know. I don't know. It's also, like, me with comedians. Like, I do think they get, they can say, you should be able to say whatever you want. You're Maybe this is... No, I agree. I agree with that. You know but, what I, I mean, mean? Like, that's not... Yeah. Cool. I, that, yeah. Also... Ooh. Oh, here we go. Will Smith. Slap the cuffs on him? Come on, man. Will Smith. <laughs> I don't know about that. If Will Smith can smack someone in the middle of a the biggest one of the biggest award shows of all time and nothing happens, this sets a precedent. So everybody's going to be slapping everybody now. Uh, well, well there's a thing. Then we realize that there is a priority. There's a pecking order of smacking. That's true. And I think Jack Nicholson will come back to the Oscars to smack someone. <laughs> smack someone <laughs> specifically. Because <laughs> uh, he hasn't been there in a while, and now if yeah. that's if the gates are open, <laughs> dude, just get in there, Jack. Just start smacking, baby. Hey, baby, just slap Jennifer Lawrence in the face <laughs> for no reason. The Jack slap is back. <laughs> oh my lord, my Lanta. All right, I don't, I don't know where to go. Do we? Yeah, do I guess we, we just end finish there. the rest of the show, or got, do we? I just... got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. I I'm think just, we ended on I'm here. Shocked. I'm in shock. Ladies and gentlemen, tell us what you think of this slapping scenario at the Oscars. Are you Team Smith? Are you Team Rock? Are you on? Are you on Team? Come on, guys. Come on. Just <laughs> deal with deal deal silently, or like do it after the show. <laughs> tell us your thoughts. I'm interested. 
I think we're all kind of interested. Join our Discord. Tell us. Bye. Good night.